Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast contains language that is not appropriate for children, including flat earthers, creationism, science denial, and president-elect Donald Trump. Tonight's episode of the Science Enthusiast Podcast is brought to you by Donald Trump's nomination for chair of the Vaccine Safety Commission, infamous anti-vaxxer Robert Kennedy Jr. Because it's 20 fucking 17 and they're exploring, I'm using huge air quotes on that, creating an autism committee based on a study by Andrew Wakefield, who is made popular by causing the needless suffering and deaths of thousands of children and has been repeatedly and thoroughly debunked years ago but this is a thing that we're still talking about hey vaccine skepticism it's a thing it's a thing skeptic 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 totally anyway hello and thank you for listening to the science enthusiast podcast my name is dan and as always i am joined by my lovely friend natalie yeah hey how are you ah you're here, you're breathing, you're alive. Which I am is, too, which but, is neither but barely. a good or a bad thing. It's it just is. It's a thing. At this point, I feel it, like it is. It is. I'm I'm just glad to be here um, after dealing with myself and disgusting children over the past few days. You know, with the like what'd a, you call it? The like I, what I have the Ebola, Ebola plague or something? Say disgusting children. Uh, the super know, Ebola plague, are. I think. Oh, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I had the super Ebola plague. And I mean, I think I think it's going away. I mean, it's gone away from me, but I just, I have the little creatures to take care of still. So um, yeah, glad to be uh, talking to you because you're an adult human instead yeah. of a small person. So Yeah, that's, that's kind of been, uh, <laughs> been, the, been the way I've been the past, uh, whew, past a few days. I, I should say in uh, adult person that is not, my parents uh, that were my parents who were staying with me this past Ooh. week. Who yeah. love them, yeah. but that's a long time. It, it was it was time. <laughs> <For them to, laughs> it was time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. without further ado, why don't you tell us about our God of the Week? Okay, so this is one that I mean I've been holding off on for a really long time, but um, this is episode thirty-three of our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided, like, it's our Jesus episode, 33. So, yeah. so, so Jesus. All right. So um, he's, he's our God of the week. And I'm just going to give, you know, the, yeah, my own little version of Jesus. So he's the second person in Christianity's, you know, Holy Trinity after his dad and before the Holy Spirit. Um, our, our guy, Jesus, was born of a virgin who was essentially, like, non-consensually impregnated by god yeah, um because that's that's the best way for he, an omnipotent being to like put to himself just, yeah. in existence on earth is by raping a 13 year old totally so but um, he, he at least he's better than mohammed, mohammed yeah. and like, isn't like fucking nine-year-olds so right. he's got that going for him 
that we've got that. All right. So um, Jesus had a stepdad named Joseph, who was just a, you know, humble carpenter who helped raise him, which I mean, awkward because Mary was ghost fucked. And like, that's just awkward. Was it for by a Patrick guy. Swayze? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, no, no. There, there was no pottery. There was that. no pottery. <laughs> no. So, so there, there was, no, there wasn't even any Patrick Swayze pottery happening with this. Um, so then little Jesus, he's a precocious little guy. He, you know, hung out and talked to rabbis and I performed little miracles. He, he vanished though for the awkward teen years. So I guess we never, we'll never know if he was just some like emo kid. Hating his, dad. I know, like hating his virgin mom and his sky dad, <laughs> like just all angsty listening to like the well, yeah. biblical version of the cure or something. It's, yeah, it's not his fault. His dad wasn't in his life. His dad wasn't involved. No, his dad was just really distant, like literally distant. <laughs> like he was in the clouds. <laughs> He's like, I want as much space between you and your mom and me as possible. So anyway, so Jesus, like we just imagine he went off to like boarding school or something in the desert. And then he comes back on the scene later. I'm, I'm picturing hippie Jesus, like, you know, hippie white Jesus, even though that's total bullshit. He comes back on the scene in his long haired glory and he becomes this traveling preacher that, you know, Christians make him out to be performing miracles, getting pissed off in the temple and like leading his band of merry men around the Middle East doing whatever they yeah, did. He like, he like and flipped some tables and he shit. He did. He, he did. Really he was, he, he lost his shit because, you know, whatever he had he had feelings he was a real person totally real everything in the bible is real um so however somebody should have like warned jesus that 33 was going to be a real fucking bummer because crucifixion oops sucks i mean his dad's a fucking dick for making this all happen so well but he's also he's also his he is his dad because it's I don't I I don't know. Someone's going to have to write in and explain that to me. It's he's his dad and he's also kind of him. I don't know. But so then he gets he's resurrected from the dead and he goes and he shows his friends like, "Hey, I'm back, guys." But then he's kind of like, "Well, but I need to go and go to heaven and hang out with my dad who I haven't seen in a really long yeah, time or ever actually." <laughs> so they had some catching up to do. So Jesus ascends to heaven i guess and um now people do a lot of stupid shit in his name so and and also like over a billion catholics like every i guess sunday morning or saturday night or maybe i don't know they eat him they 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 eat drink and drink them eat his body drink that is like if you if you are catholic and you do not honestly believe that you are cannibalizing like Jesus turns into flesh and wine yeah. turns into blood then you are doubting what the bible says yeah i mean it, it's all it's all kind of it's all kind of fucked but no i just i kind of i kind of had to do jesus for 33 and i think though just to like cleanse everyone's palate after this the stupidity of of christianity and jesus um listen to the song dishes by pulp because that um, references being 33 and like Jarvis Cocker of Pulp is way cooler and better than Jesus or us for that matter. So God of the week and then go listen to some good music. And thank you for listening to us for 33 episodes because Jesus fucking Christ, I can't believe you've made it this far.
So tonight, this evening, after we just finished interviewing Chris Cluey for another episode, um, we've got the man behind the, like, fantastic and also kind of terrifyingly sad of the state of humanity um, Twitter account, uh, Take That Darwin. You do me too much honor. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't even really know how to introduce you because, like, I I feel like what you do is a service for mankind, but also a um, just really sad commentary like, on the shit. state. <laughs> yeah, like, oh it's, my god, people are fucking dumb. It's kind of like receiving a cancer diagnosis, isn't it? It's like, oh my god, this is horrible, but it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, these people exist. Like, yeah, by all can, appearances. Can you can you talk? All right, you know what? Let's let's just give your origin story as to like why you run the Twitter account that you do, please. <clears throat> all right, um, I've been debating uh, evolution um, on online forums like Carm uh, Christian forums, what have you. Maybe these names mean nothing to people, but uh, they were they were pretty big back in the the day when I was twelve. Uh, and so this has always kind of been a uh, part of the background radiation of my life is this interest in the creation evolution argument and the fact that one of these, these groups of people, I, I'm not going to even dignify them by, by calling them a, a side, but, but they, they are this cluster of science deniers who are so entrenched in their beliefs, so unspeakably confident in their conclusions, that they will lob the very dumbest ideas out there. Now, uh, back in... talking about creationists. (laughs) Well spotted, Dan. I understand now why you're hosting this thing. (laughs) So, okay, cast your mind back to uh, 2012, right? I had been out of debating creationists for a while at this point, having grown just increasingly fed up with them for several years in a row. Uh, Back in 2012, I had run a few Twitter accounts, sort of just random comedy things, uh, just solely for my own entertainment, uh, because I'd never got more than, oh, 12 followers. But then, just for fun, I... uh, I looked up the the people who were saying, if humans evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? And on Twitter, it's very easy to do so. Doing keyword searches, easiest thing in the world. Found hundreds of them. I found hundreds of people asking this very question and variations on it. How come there are still monkeys? Really? Yes! Yeah, yeah. how come? Come on. (laughs) This is the, the cornerstone of their argument. Just complete misunderstanding of what evolutionary theory is about. And so... I thought it was I, check I realized- and mate. <laughs> once, uh, once I've discovered this, I, I knew that I had to share my findings with the world. Mind you, sharing my findings with the world was just, at that point, uh, clicking retweet a whole bunch of times. And uh, I was still, you know, at that point, just doing it for my own entertainment. I, uh, I had no real desire to... Uh, uh, to a mass uh, of following to be any sort of um, uh, dispatcher service for people to go and correct these uh, uh, spectacularly flawed points of view. All I was doing was just saying, hey, this is, uh, this is fascinating. And then as time went on, I discovered that uh, not only is there a, uh, a pretty sizable faction of, uh, of skeptics 
on uh, Twitter who are similarly fascinated with creationists, <clears throat> but that a lot of them are pretty fun people. Yeah. And so the the community kind of drew me in, and I started cracking wise about uh, the creationists that I was showcasing. And from there... That you were showcasing, like, yes. just putting them on display, letting everybody just gawk and point. And I, I think of myself as a curator, you know? I, I'm, you are. <laughs> you are a curator of just dumb. Yes, and yeah. welcome to my museum, or, or possibly freak show. Oddities <laughs> all, all around you. Why not both? Got a little deformed pig fetus in a, in a jar over here, and so And a flat here. earther over here, yes, and here's exactly. a chemtrailer over here, and it's all the things. Yeah, um, and uh, so yeah, this this community of sorts sort of sprung up there, and it's been really fun, and again, you know, very depressing. Yeah, because... It's like when you're in, especially, I think, sort of the, the little bubble that some of us are where it's, you know, science and skepticism and rational thought. And then somebody, I mean, you see how many times you, re- you retweet, how come there are still monkeys? Like, it's it's striking and terrifying and just... Well, again, this is me taking the strength-based approach. At least they're not saying, why is there still monkeys? I've seen every grammatical variation on <laughs> oh, it. Okay? I, like, Don't give them I, that much credit. I mean, I, I sent you a message today that was just like, I can't get past their use of your. Like they <laughs> because they were di- denying that dinosaurs exist, but they were also mangling the English language so at the same I, time. I had su- I had such a problem with that. I had just like, well, the dinosaur deniers. Like, I, I mean, we talked to to Trevor about this. Um, like, you know, big paleo, just like, just I don't know existing um who who denies dinosaurs uh, it is <laughs> there are uh, several views that uh, flat earthers have embraced views that you would think would be entirely peripheral to what geometric shape the earth most looks like but among these <laughs> dinosaurs never existed um the uh the Devil's Tower is not a, a mesa, but actually a, a tree trunk. Weird things that, that should not be part and parcel with the Flat Earth belief, and yet uh, they're, they're right there. They're right there alongside them. <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's a whole, whole different level of conspiracy and science denial and, and crazy that it just exists on, on Twitter. And so it's like you've got your whole you know, thing that you're working on, you're like, I mean, thousands of followers, because I think, are people just super intrigued by the fact that this exists, I guess? Because, like, you have have a shitload of people following you retweeting dumb shit. Okay, I I want to first take objection to your claim that I'm working in any way when I'm on this account. Oh, right, right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Weeping, drinking, not working. Um, And, uh, and yeah, uh, the the number of people that, uh, that have decided uh, against all reason to follow my Twitter account, knowing full well that I will do nothing but hurt them. Uh, I I think that they're in it because, yes, I, I provide a, a window into this world of crazy. Uh, I like to think that maybe some people also follow because they find the, the persona that I have adopted online charming. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. I mean, is it, I guess that's what anyone Possibly. online hopes, isn't it? Like that, that there's some that there's some charm and wonder to the to the online persona. I don't know. I'm just like I have no online persona. That's just it. Like <laughs> that's just I, what <clears throat> the reality is. Is this? I at least like. do my best to to kind of put a fun spin on crazy sad you know no, you do because it it is crazy sad and so obviously though it kind of sparked this whole like take that movement on twitter because there's it's not just you there's all these take that insert random crazy belief right like absolutely yes and uh theory fail was uh was uh one of the first, the very first, I believe, uh, sprang up um, a year or two after I started my account, and uh, he was right there. And you know, I, I really appreciated that he he did so because back in the day, back in 2012, I had been searching for people who ask why uh, uh, evolution is believed so strongly if it's you know just a theory. Um, but I kept running into that uh, that one. Chuck Norris joke over and over again, and I said, "F this! I'm not gonna. I'm, I cannot devote my precious time. Obviously, precious. I mean, look at what I do online all the time. Clearly, my time is valuable. I cannot <laughs> devote it to, to looking at this Chuck Norris joke all day. But theory fail. My God, that guy. <laughs> he uh, he is carved out his own niche there, and uh, is his his accounts a better follow than mine. I will tell you that for goddamn sure." He, no, he, and actually, thank you to him for, for both, well, do, do we thank him for bringing you to us, or, I mean, I don't know. We'll see where this conversation goes, then we'll, we'll determine we'll if thanks is <laughs> A possible thank you, but, but for you and, um, and for Trevor Valley, um, entering our, our lives and our podcast here. But, but yeah, so there's this whole, like, community of people who are essentially pointing out Science deniers. Oh, yes. Uh, take that Avogadro. Take that Salk. Um, take that uh, uh, chemistry. And uh, take that Earth. Take that NASA. Uh, take that etymology. Medicine or doctor is one of those, Love, I think. Oh, pro- possibly both. <laughs> possibly both. Yeah, why not? But yes, uh, those those exist too. Uh, take um, that homo. Love that guy. He is the, the fantastic ally right there. There's, there's so many. So... I guess, though, it's like because we live in this age of of social media, right? Like we're all we're on social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter all the time. And this is where, like, for better or worse, we're getting our news, whether it's true or not, or just kind of seeing what's out there, what beliefs are out there. Like, what's what do you see as like the important part of social media and kind of challenging science denial and these, you know, like fringe beliefs and fringe worldviews? I'm not sure that social media is the the or social media are I suppose would be yeah. syntactically correct. Well, are, is the best place to challenge these sorts of things? I I feel that again my role is more diagnostic than anything else. When you're on social media, there are no facts. The facts are are gone. The facts are whatever you want them to be because uh the internet has fragmented into this series of of echo chambers and you can just surround yourself with things that reaffirm what you already believe and uh frankly if you if you challenge these people uh they will say but hey look at all of these other people over here who agree with me also you're blocked um, is it, is the, it kind of the, like <laughs> the idea of like this post factual society where like you can find what supports your your own belief and that then just that's it. 
that's where we are right now, and that's horrifying. That that yeah. we we not only cannot agree on opinions, but we cannot even agree on on obvious facts, facts anymore. Yeah, and so that's yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's where we are, and I guess that's where social media, the internet, everything like it just makes things more confusing in a sense because it's like where where do you go for the for what's true? Because what is true, I guess, at this point, well, like, it's, I mean, the answer is certainly not the mainstream media because they're not going to report on on these other things that, you know, aren't true. Well, and and yeah, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Oh, uh, just that. Um, that yeah, that that's an extremely prevalent view that uh, people are using that excuse in order to ignore anything that's considered mainstream, which is to say anything that that is at least attempting to perform a, you know, rudimentary exercise in fact checking. So, yeah, um, that's, uh, that's, that's the state of the internet. Yeah, well, the state of the internet is one thing. The state of the world is a whole, um, well, well, I guess if the internet's kind of fucked in some ways, well, the, our, our country right now is kind of weird, too. And, like, I, I think, I mean, I, I'm forgetting, like, you tweeted something the other day, and I think I responded to you, where it's kind of like, at this point, can, can we kind of, can we talk about science and politics separately? I guess. We certainly can't talk about science denial and politics yeah. separately because the two are bound together so intimately. And uh sure, yeah, we can we can absolutely talk about science, but uh Lord knows we're we're not going to be addressing the issue of why are these people over here insisting against uh all of all appearances all evidences is arrayed against them they're saying that uh, that it's still wrong why are they doing that we cannot get into that without talking about politics because that is how divided we are right now and oh uh for uh, for those of you in the future listening to this yeah th- this is where uh, the the beginning of the end occurred so uh, so yeah um historians of the future that that's us well i'm i'm not sure there's going to be a future <laughs> to this on because cause really, like, when, you know, science denial is a huge issue right now with this administration that's going to be coming in, right? Absolutely. I mean, we, we, have, we have a vice president coming in who, I mean, is, is, literally, he, is he a literally younger Literally on the floor of Congress, he said evolution, or he, he said evolution, dot, 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 is just a theory. And we should not be teaching theories in the classroom. We should be teaching facts. Yes, um, Mr. Watchtower, Mr. Watchtower of Apostate Awake played that Mike uh, Pence clip for me just the other day. And, uh, I mean, look at the, the other things that are all tied up in the, the Trump campaign. I mean, you've got Ben Carson in there. Oh, uh, um, no, but, just, but Ben Carson doesn't apology. want the job, at least. He doesn't want no, the job. No, he was part of the transition team, but he's not going to be accepting a, a yeah, role second. in the cabinet. Yeah, so that so at least that's good? Yeah, something? Sure, but you, now, <laughs> I mean, Mike Pence is heading up the transition team, and, and uh, not only is he a, a creationist, but uh, he also pulled funds from AIDS research in order to support uh, uh, gay conversion therapy. Because yep. uh, that's that's a thing that that should be you know like what the fuck you guys. Well, and he's he's from my state, the state I live in. Oh, so sorry. I mean, he's my governor right now. Uh, <laughs> nice guy, nice guy, nice, nice guy. I've, I actually uh, 
two years ago, I think I was at a, this is a long story, but I was at an an event on, because we have a canal in downtown Indianapolis and it was an event on the canal and he was there and literally like almost bumped into him because I just, I didn't see him. Then I'm like, I stopped and I'm like, holy fuck, that's Mike Pence. Oh, I'm so it's it like was. holy shit it's Voldemort and he is here <laughs> and, and it's just awful but like but this guy though like he's who who today well obviously a lot of people because we we follow your your Twitter account like but don't think evolution happened and he's in he's like in the White House so it seems. So so it seems. And then then we have, you know, what, um, global warming, um, climate change was the fault of the Chinese? This is one of the things that Trump has said, although in his defense, I, I want to point out that uh, Donald Trump will say every single thing without any sort of concern as to what conflicts with things he's already said. So who knows what he actually believes? Not that it makes much of a difference because he's still saying them. Well, right. So like he said that, he's he's questioned vaccines. Oh, right? yeah, the autism link, yes. The autism link, like the the fact that somebody who's essentially put out all of these um, you know, anti-science sentiments out into the world, like on Twitter, like take away the guy's Twitter. Come on, at least if he's going to be did. the president, can they take away his Twitter? <laughs> they did. His aides did remove like, Twitter access just as good. though he were a, a tantruming tw- uh, two-year-old there. <laughs> because really, like no- nothing good comes out of that. It's like he- It's like he's drunk tweeting all the time or something, except he's Hopefully not drunk tweeting. Well, and, and from what I understand, he doesn't actually. He he has somebody. He dictates his tweets to somebody who then actually posts them for them. So like, it's gone through a couple different layers. Oh, it's, uh, and so if that's if that's like the the version that comes to us, I mean, imagine well, yeah, a guy like that's not going to surround himself with people that tell him no and people that give him, that push back because everybody everybody wants a piece of it. So no nobody's nobody's going to tell him no because they don't want to get excluded. Right. So it's like he's said all this shit about you know. Things that that really go against like having a, a scientific worldview. So I mean, I, it's it's a concern, isn't it? Just moving forward, like what? Yes, is we happen? are. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think things are going to be getting better for a while. I I think I've already noticed, and and this is uh, this is entirely subjective. I don't have any figures in front of me or, or anything, but I I think that I have noticed an uptick in craziness uh, following the election. I, uh, I'm really worried about, uh, uh, what is going to happen via V racism here shortly, because I, I do not like the racists, you know, let me just lay it on the line here. If you, you're just like, yeah, hey, yeah, what is now think the about the racists? That's a, that's a bold, bold statement <laughs> to make. Well, you know what? In four years, it may be. In four years, I'm not a right. big fan no, of racism. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying here. Is that's a bold thing, and that does not reflect the views of Not Narrow Straight LLC. <sighs> but but that's but that's where we are right now. Where there are things that we're concerned about. That I mean, honestly, I don't like. It's it's shocking that we are concerned about these things, right? I mean, I don't think any like. Did we really see this coming? I don't think that anyone, including the Republicans, saw uh, such a complete takeover of the U.S. government coming, no. 
And uh, I think that uh, if they seem like they're scrambling right now, if they seem like they don't have their shit together, if they seem like maybe they're a little more reconciliatory than you'd think they would be following such an enormous win, I, I think it's just because they're trying to figure out exactly how much power they have and how they can leverage it. Uh, we're, uh, we're in for some turbulent times here. Well, and, and we, there are real issues right now, like, like the climate change, change issue and like, and things that are, you know, just that affect, that are affecting us on, on a science level too, that, I mean, I'm concerned about with this. And rightfully so. On yeah. some of these issues, like with climate change, the t- the clock is ticking here. We we only have so much time to uh, uh, to act. But uh, I think that uh, that what we're seeing right now is uh, folks like your your Mitch McConnells and what have you. They are are making every effort to uh, impede any cooperation on climate change. And uh, we just do not have the time to fuck around like this. No, we do not have the time to fuck around with um, with e- with any of this, obviously. Um, but then, like, so there's there's the whole level of of the people who are unfortunately now like in power. But then there's this whole country, right? Where I mean, really, if if you look at if you look at social media, you see these people who who hold these beliefs that are just you know not based in in reason or fact or anything, like. I mean, how do we address that? Like this kind of culture of, is it willful ignorance? Is it, uh, what, what is it? Just people who are conspiracy buffs or I, I, I don't, I don't get it, but how, is there a way if, to change it? If it weren't married to their identities, then it would be so much easier. But these are people who have drawn their, their lines and, uh, Somehow, evolution and climate change ended up on the other side of that line. Yeah. So, um, so yes, there is something that we can do. For God's sake, we... I mean, the, the only thing... We cannot browbeat these people into accepting science. Uh, the, the best thing we can do, I'm afraid, and I, I'm not happy about this, is, that, uh, is to take a more passive approach to make sure that the information is out there and peel away a little bit at a time the, those who are on the fence... I don't want to say this. I, I want there to be some sort of button you can press to make people not stupid, but I have but not there, found there's it. there's not. There's not this, like, silver bullet solution. It's like, it has to, it has to come from all different angles, right? And, and, it, it, and that takes work. And it, yeah, if you, I was going to say, if you figure it out, you win skepticism, so. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you win. You win you some win, big, so like, big award at QED or something next year. Like, so everybody... <laughs> Work on that. You'll win the Occam Award at QED. So theory fail, get on that too. And um, everyone just just get get on to how we can win reason and the world and save ourselves. I don't know. I do want to point out things like, you know, the, uh, a couple years ago, Cosmos came back in a big way, hosted by Neil mm-hmm. Tyson. And that's the sort of thing that I would love to see more of just, just people who are, are celebrating science in for a popular audience. That's uh, that's not yet decided that science is the bad guy. Um, I'm, I'm, Oh yeah, go ahead. I, I just, I just saw a really good movie this past weekend. Um, I went to New York to see the premiere of this documentary called food evolution and it, and actually, Neil deGrasse Tyson was the narrator of the film. 
And it was a just a new film um, about biotechnology and GMOs and kind of demystifying some of the the myths that go along with them. And um, I mean, they did a fantastic job of like interweaving science and storytelling, which I think is so important now to to give sort of the facts, but with a but with a story. And they did a like you know just a casual poll before we we saw the film that was like. Who doesn't eat GMOs now? Like, who is, you know, like, raise your hand if you're, if you avoid these things. And, and at the I end think, of the I film, think, it changed. Yeah, like, I think, you know? I think part of that, part of that is absolutely, you see all these, uh, like, rants people will do on Facebook that end up getting viral or, or, you know, what whatever, like, opinion where somebody just take takes a very very strong stance on something and and, and goes off on, on some sort of rant or even like you know people will post like the lists of things that uh, you know and people always love lists and I think I think that's what you need that, that that's what you have to do is you have to have that anic- that anecdotal side of uh, just like uh, I read read an article today uh, about how there was a, a study of anti or people that were vaccine skeptics or whatever the hell bullshit name, like um anti-vax anti-vax i i would prefer to call them child murderers okay yeah tomato, so whatever tomato tomato yeah <laughs> but that that they were more like they broke them into two groups they were more influenced by seeing like pictures of kids that actually had these horrible fucking diseases that we have all but eradicated and it actually worked more effectively, like to to see that anecdotal side of things rather than here are the facts. And I think a lot of that is because their opinions are not based in fact; they're based in emotion. They're based in what they feel is right. So that's why a logical, evidence based approach to to a lot of those people isn't going to have any any sort of impact on them. And they can just write it off because you know, of course, it was paid off by big pharma. Of course. Here's, big pharma, big everything. <laughs> Here's what horrifies me, though, okay? These these people, um, they are not reached by logic and facts. You, you go for the emotional argument, and maybe that swings them over to your side until maybe they go back and find other opinions, you know, <laughs> that once again bolster their original views. These are, are folks who, uh, that, that pendulum's going to swing back, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's wherever the stories were compelling. Right? I think, yeah, and I think what what you have to do is you you suck them in with the, the anecdote, and then say, well, and then this is this is this is why this is this is the actual numbers or the science behind it, and then you can reaffirm that anecdote. You can with actual facts that make sense and are consistent, and with a narrative that does not change based on what we can debunk or what what substance we can remove from vaccines that. Now you're now you have to make up some new reason why everybody has autism because of vaccines because there's no mercury in them now. No, it's it's crazy though, and it's like there there are obviously the people like like Ken Ham. Okay, we're never going to convince him that evolution and like reality happened. Um, but I guess it's getting as many fence sitters as possible. Is that the goal of all of this? Maybe. And the kids, the kids of the crazy yeah. people, those those people yeah. who are are still innocents and whose brains haven't yet been poisoned. That's a really good point. That is. I will say when 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 I was on the ark, I will say that I <laughs> when you were on the ark when yeah. I was on the ark, I could say that because that's a, it's a real thing that happened. I was on the ark. Uh, 
six thousand years ago. No, <laughs> but Ken when Ken I Zark. when I was on when I was on Ken's Ken's Ark, like I would go around and like I would just say things like as I was with a friend, I would just say things like slightly loud just to see if I get like a response, but not like shouting anything. But I would say things to her like where did all the like we were at like a panel of like this the flood you know the rain started and then this happened then that happened then this happened and then the waters receded i just said where did all the water go where did it recede to did it just disappear it just went to god it went went back to god yeah right that's where it goes it all goes to god (laughs) and 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 somebody somebody that was there like looked at me and they're like oh that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. It makes sense. Cause you're just saying like, was it like three times the amount of water that's ever existed came down and then it just went away. It just, it, yeah, that, that just happened. No, that's not what happened. This is fucking stupid. You were trying to sow some seeds there. Trying to, but see, and but isn't, isn't that why though? Now we like the education in this country in general, like public education is really important. Well, when you have when you have the, the state of Kentucky ran by somebody who like shit cans the entire department or the, the the state school board and then puts his buddies on the state. Well, I shouldn't say buddies. They just happen to go to the same church. They that, might not be friends. They might not be friends. I, yeah. I'm just speculating. I th- and I think it was more than one person that attended the same church. Uh, but you know that's neither here nor there. I'm sure it was just a coincidence that totally. they just all you know knew each other before. But when you when you when you have that kind of endorsement by the government, of course you're going to let stupid shit like this dumb fucking arc happen. Yeah, it's like science denial taking center stage in the middle of the country. And and it's, like, just enabled by the state. And the boat doesn't even float. There's a fucking <laughs> hole in the bottom of it that you walk up into it in. Like, it, so even if the floods come, we're, they're still fucked. Oh, yeah, there'd be, there'd be a lot of, like, uh, there'd be a lot of, like, patching going on of that thing. Oh, my God. This is our world. And you know what? I would have said, like, a week ago, hey, things are pretty, kind of, they're kind of looking up, aren't they? Hey, right? a little bit better. Right, we've all said that? <laughs> Yeah. 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 No, I I feel like really election night it was just oh gosh, I was it was just messages like from from me to other people and like my mom to me sa- saying how terrifying this is and me um messaging concordance who we had on like a a few weeks ago um to record an interview like is this really happening? Like is this real life? It, we like we've become a meme at this point. Like the the dog in the room with the flames. Like I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like no, it's it's Gun burning show. all around us. So, so like how do how do we fix it, guys? Uh, just let, let the motherfucker burn, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the roof is on fire. But how do we put the fire out? <laughs> I mean, that, no, that was legitimately my advice yeah, was I, just let it burn. Just let it burn. Just burn let it down. Burn it down. We will start a new country. <laughs> From the ashes. <laughs> From the ashes, we will, we will rise and and science will prevail like, and like reason will prevail. And... <laughs> oh, like, really? Can, can we, who can offer some hope right now? Guys, come on. I think, that, I think that's what... Get it together what, for me, come on. Right, and I think that's what the skepticism atheism community lacks is that that feeling of hope and people that are able to communicate that because so many of us 
feel feel that way and like we joke about it and i think most of us are like 75 percent joking when we <laughs> say things like that but i think that's such that i think that that's something that we're certainly like i know i know i like it. i'm not motivational inspirational or anything like that hell i have two facebook pages dedicated to motivational <laughs> shit but like i think i think we i don't know i don't know and i don't know how to be inspirational because when i do it it doesn't like that's that's one thing that I think is important with any sort of communication that any of us do, regardless of you know what what avenue we're in or, or anything. You have to be genuine about what you're saying, and you, and you can't fake. Because people are going to be able to figure that out. And I can't I can't do inspirational stuff. And when I do when when I when I get into it a little bit, it gets it gets really awkward. <laughs> For me, and, and and like I have to send it to like ten people. To be like, does this sound as stupid as I think it sounds? And and they're like, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> it is. That's not you. That's not you. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm trying. Look, there, there's absolutely no shame in it. Okay, some people are sculptors. Some people are painters. Some people work in despair. You guys work in despair, don't you? We do. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 You know, every, everybody has their thing. I guess. I and guess. That, I guess I'm somewhere a, in the middle. Maybe that's also, but that's also, that's also though when you, when you, how you could have things like make America great again, how you can have such a nonsensical subjective goal be, be spread around and ingested by so many people. That's, that's, that's how that, because what, what are we going to say? Well, shit's not too bad now. I mean, the, I think the best, best thing that we had was somebody, uh, one of some conservative tweeted out. Uh, well, do you want former years of Obama? And <laughs> it was like, yeah, 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 yeah that's pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good eight year run that we had there. Yeah, yeah, I do want more. I do want. I want. I want like eighty more years of that. Thank you. Here's okay. I found one. I found a note of hope. Okay. Okay. Uh, Give it. To I us. am a parent. All right. Okay. And I don't want to uh, to say you know that. Uh, that within our lifetimes we will will not see various problems solved, but we are playing the long game here, as can be determined by the fact that uh, uh, someone who was born uh, over two hundred years ago, his uh, his scientific work is still considered controversial now. Uh, now, this is this is something that. Uh, that we can hope to achieve is to raise smart kids. Yeah. To I I am doing my best to uh, to teach my son Nate to critically evaluate claims. Uh, I I'm certainly teaching him to not take my word for anything. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he knows better than I do on on certain topics. He's he's seven. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Yeah, he's um but they but they are. Kids are amazing. We Dan and I both have them too. They're born scientists, aren't they? And then eventually with some people that that's just crushed out of them and it should not be. Well, and here and here's the thing too with kids, it's like they they're born to ask questions, right? And and sometimes it's hard because it's like they've asked like 10 questions already. So you mm-hmm. you you almost sometimes want to say, "Oh my god, like you're on the 11th question, like I, I can't I I've got nothing." But like you answer their questions, I think, until 
maybe you don't have the answer, but then you try to direct them as much as you can as when they get older, obviously, and it's easier to to like to find it on their own. And just to not dim that like fire of curiosity. Yeah, just uh, just earlier tonight, my son said, "Hey, Dad, why is it that water looks thicker when it's coming out of the faucet than after it has fallen for a while?" And I was like, "That is a fantastic question. Let's sit down together and find out." And so we did our research, and I I hope that he learned a little something not just about water, but also about the necessity of going out and doing your own damn homework. Yeah. And that, and that's what it is. It's not necessarily about like the answer to that specific question. It's about the path to that knowledge, I think. And oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. And that it's a lifelong process. And like and and that it's okay as an adult to not know the answer to the question, but to know how to find the best answer possible. To and know what is going to steer you wrong as well. Yes. Yeah, because really it's like, especially, I mean, for kids that's important, but isn't that, that's important for us now more than ever as we're talking about like, I mean, you can always find a quote unquote fact to answer your question, to like to support your worldview. So we need to challenge our own worldviews too. And be open to changing with the evidence. Oh, yeah. Under no circumstance should you ever say, well, this supports my ideas, therefore it must be correct. And it is so tempting to do so, isn't it? It is so tempting to just say, ah, I knew it. I was right the entire time. Look at this other person agrees with me. Yeah. So I think we need, you're right, though. We need to model that for kids and we need to do like, like all that we can to make sure that, that our kids are are critical thinkers. I think critical thinking is, well, fucking critical right now. Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there. so that's the hope, isn't it? That we can, that we can do our part as adults, as parents, as communicators of all of this stuff to, to raise kind of the next generation to be better at this. I'll drink to that. Right? Okay. There, there's some hope. So, so yeah. Dan, you got anything? Because I, th- I think, I think we, we actually might be able to like end this on a, on Not a good. That was a killer. No, yeah, I, 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 I kicked ass. You guys, I, <laughs> I brought it home. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, stroke of brilliance, maybe. <laughs> Quick, let's end this before we fuck it up. <laughs> I know. Seriously. All right. So, so, anyways, if if people want to find you. On the internet, where can they find you? Why would you find tell me? Them. What's tell wrong with you people? Why do you I want know. to find I, I don't know, but <sighs> if they made it this far, tell them where to find you. I am on, on the Twitter. Twitter at uh, Take That Darwin. Uh, look, uh, look out also for all of the people who run better Twitter accounts than mine, including Theory Fail, Take That Earth, Take That Science, and so forth. Brilliant, brilliant folks, a lot of them. Um, and... Uh, yeah, if you find someone on Twitter asking why monkeys still exist, I will probably be there eventually. You'll you'll make your way there. Well, thank you so much for for talking to us. And tonight. thank you for having um, me. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Thanks. Natalie Dan, you're great. And this week the reason we love the internet is... 
Cats. Kitten lady. Cats. Cats. Yeah, there's a woman named Hannah Shaw who has, I think she's on all forms of social media that exist as Kitten Lady. Uh, also, her website is kittenlady.org, but all she does, or I, I don't know that all she does, but she will rescue kittens and then teaches people through her various social media and website platforms to how to how to care for them and i mean more importantly i think she just posts a ton of pictures of kittens like really cute like cute one and not just pictures videos too it's like it's like kitten cuteness overload like they're not it's not even memes it's just cute yeah and kittens. yeah and they're all like well done pictures and they all look like it makes me feel feelings and I mean, I don't have yeah, a soul. So, it, and it's, it's just fucking adorable. And I guess it's like, if you need a palate cleanser f- from the just cesspool that is the internet or that is like, you know, or well, even from us, president I mean, elect Trump and us, yeah, 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 just, yeah. <laughs> like go look, go look at some kittens. It's, it's just like adorable overload. And like, Oh my gosh, I think this one is, is this one drinking like out of a baby bottle? I'm like, I'm scrolling through the page. I I think there's a kitten drinking out of a baby bottle. So that is really really cute. So yeah, I mean like I'm not even a I'm not even a major cat person, but I'm scrolling through this page and like I'm I'm becoming more of a kitten person by the second. So so yeah, I mean and actually she does really cool work. So you know like credit to anybody who is. And on that note, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Science Enthusiast Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please consider checking out our Patreon to, you know, buy us a beer or whiskey or blackjack and hookers. Uh, You can find that at patreon.com slash TSE podcast. And we know not everybody can throw money at us. uh, But if you could, just like James Alice, uh, four different Michaels. Chris, Sarah, Janet, and Amanda, Astrid, Andrew, Jeff, and Trevor have done, we would be incredibly grateful. And also, you can check out uh, our podcast page on Facebook, my page, Science Enthusiasts, Natalie's page, Skeptical Parenting. If you have ideas or hate mail or love letters, death threats, you can reach us at podcast at a science enthusiast.com and like, give us a five-star rating on like Stitcher or iTunes or whatever system of things you have to put us in your head uh, because that helps us get shown to more people and get more ear holes on our show. I was about to say ear balls, but that's not the right word I was, I was uh, looking for there. Anyway, <laughs> Natalie hit us with a quote. <laughs> oh, I lost you for a second. Are you still there? I am. Okay. All right. So now I can do the quote now. All right. Thanks. All right. Science matters. Evidence is awesome. And critical thinking is an absolute necessity. And that is our friend, Jenny Splitter, one of the women in my Science Moms documentary and just an all around awesome writer and science advocate. And I think that that quote is pretty necessary right now, just to remember. Because people are forgetting about critical thinking and science and evidence. Yeah, people are just not thinking in the first place, I think, is part of the problem. And don't care 
to hear anything that requires any sort of explanation at all. Yeah, and I think right like now more than ever anybody who, you know, is an advocate for for science and reason and critical thinking needs to just do whatever we can to make our voices heard, right? And I think that that's going to be a theme that comes out a lot in coming weeks of this show. Like next week in our interview that we've already recorded with Cara Santamaria. Um, mm-hmm. But I think really right now it is time to just stand up for for reason as much as possible because it's a really weird fucking time and we all have to do what we can. Do our little parts. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me for yet another week of whatever this is. Whatever this is. It's a thing. It's a thing that we do. It's it's fun. It's 30, 33. We're, we're, yeah, it is certainly fun. <laughs> and thank it's, you, everybody, for It's older for than I am now, officially, I guess. It's my age. I'm, yeah, yeah me and the, the podcast and I are, are the same age, but next week it's going <laughs> to it's gonna edge me out. But I'll enjoy. I'll enjoy this week of being 33 along with all right well i'm gonna go make sure that my house doesn't blow away because there is like a hell of a thunderstorm going on in january because that's normal yeah i'm gonna go like probably watch netflix and fall asleep by nine so (laughs) life (laughs) all right well have a good night all right have a good night bye The music you heard tonight was written and performed by Adam Johnson and was used with his permission. You can contact Adam at adamjohnsondc at gmail.com. This podcast is property of Not Narrow or Straight, LLC. All rights reserved. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.